Hello, my name's Kimberly, and I'm perhaps what you would call a modern day Feng Shui consultant. I can help you turn your home into the most supportive, calm, and peaceful space you can imagine. I'm here to guide and show you how to work with your home to unlock its power and magic. And in that, I'm committed to sharing the secret of this magical practice in a way that everyone can use. Welcome to 2024. On February the 5th, we will see the Feng Shui New Year called the Year of the Rising Phoenix. With that is going to come some amazing energy, but also quite a bit of tricky energy as well. We may have already started to feel maybe arguments, maybe tension. One of the feelings is that women in the home will be feeling this big calling to do something different to make a change in their lives or the lives of their family and what feng shui will do is really help you through this period it will calm the energies down in your home it will open up opportunities that you could only dream of just like it did for me if you are interested in a feng shui flow analysis or a map my home or even to work one-to-one -one with me then please visit my website, thefengshuiflow.com. Click on the work with me tab and you'll see the three options that there are available to work with me. So much love, Kimberly. Hello and welcome back to the Feng Shui Flow podcast. How has your week been? Happy Feng Shui New Year. This may not mean anything to you and that's totally fine, but if you've been following me, following my Instagram, you'll know that it's a busy time and it's just the best time. I'm so excited because this is when we put our new intentions in for 2024. I love that we don't do it in January. We can let January slide by all of the pressures, the dark nights in the Northern Hemisphere, the cold days if you live in a cold climate. We can just let that slide and welcome in the new year in February. And what we do is we put the new remedies in the home. So every year those remedies change ever so slightly if you've had an analysis. And you may have seen me sweating it out at home, putting the metal in, hiding the metal underneath laundry bins, underneath spare beds. It's fine underneath the bed if it's in the spare room. Where else have we got it? Underneath sofas, underneath two sofas actually. I've sent Patrick out today. He's gone to get some yellow flower plants for our dining table. It's work in progress. So if you are listening to this, you've had your home analysed and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I've still got so much to do. Please don't feel overwhelmed. There is a lot of information to take in. And obviously it's easier for me because I do it day in, day out. This is now my third year of feng shuiing my home which is just unbelievable. The amount of things, amazing things that have happened in my life and in our family's life since first feng shuiing my home, like please believe that magical things really can happen and it's all with your intention. So putting these things into your home with that intention, you just never know what's going to happen. And again, you may have seen that I have two intentions. I've written it with my rising phoenix. So if you've missed this, you can print off a picture of a rising phoenix or the phoenix rising, place it in the south of your home. And with that, write your amazing intentions for what you want to bring in in February 2024. Everybody can do this. People have asked if 
you can do one for each family member. You can absolutely do that. You can put the picture up on the wall if you want to, or you can put it in a cupboard. So I put mine in a cupboard at nighttime and then I actually bring it out next to me when I'm working and it sort of gives me that motivation really. And the two things I have with it, there's one printout of the Netflix logo because that's my intention for 2024. Again, just putting it out there that I will have a TV show on Netflix helping families with the energy of their home and just helping them live a happier and calmer life. And then the second thing is to have a best-selling book, which is just so exciting. And so that's what I have with my Rising Phoenix. So please just think about what it is that you really want to bring in in 2024. Put it with a picture of the Rising Phoenix and just hide it somewhere in the south of your home and you never know what's the worst that can happen. When I was printing about Patrick, my husband nearly fell on the floor and he was like, um, why have you printed a picture of Netflix? And he actually thought that we were going to have to have a picture of Netflix on the wall in our lounge. <laughs> so don't worry, we can hide these. It's fine. Nobody will ever know. And you could literally see the relief in his body thinking, oh, thank goodness for that. There's only so much that I can cope with. Bless him. So that's what I've been working on. We obviously had the first week of the practitioner course, which was just incredible. People from all over the world. And as you know, I've been saying since the start, like, show me ways that I can spread the magic of Feng Shui with as many people around the world as possible. And this is it. I really feel that this is one of the ways that we have people from America, Ireland, UK, Dubai, Italy, uh, New Zealand, Australia, and just all the countries in between. And it's just so incredible to have this group of like-minded people on the practitioner course. I just feel so grateful. And what a way to spend a Tuesday morning. It was unbelievable. And this is just a small section of what I want to come in 2024. There's going to be more workshops, more ways that I can share ways that you can just bring more peace and harmony into your home. And that's all I want to do. And just make Feng Shui this thing that you can implement in your home and for it to be normal. And I just want to share a story with you from this week. Somebody sent me an email because they have just started a Feng Shui course with somebody else. And she sent me a message to say, have you ever told anybody to knock down a wall? I said, absolutely not. It's not something that I would tell you. I would never tell you to make renovations in your home. And bless her, she said, well, I've been told I need to knock down a wall in my home. And also that I need to sleep in the kitchen because if I sleep in my bedroom, there's a chance that I might die in 2024. And I say this, like, I almost want to laugh because it's so unbelievable, but so unbelievably sad that people are being told this information. Like, I don't even know where she would get this information from. Yes, some of the energies are more serious than others. So things like more serious illnesses may occur, but it's all may. It's not this will happen. And there's absolutely not anything on my energy list remedies that says, you're going to die. And it's a bit like, you know, when I interviewed Fingal on the podcast, 
from the Wellness Foundry and he is a psychic, a medium. And he said, you know, there's there's a way of saying things and there's an agreement that you have with people. And it's about sort of protecting them and protecting the practice. And so I just want to tell you that just in case you have ever been told by somebody that something awful is going to happen in your home unless you do something. I just... I, well, I don't think I need to say anymore. I would never say anything like that. I don't know where they've got that information from. And I think this is perhaps what makes me slightly different to some of the other feng shui practitioners out there. And I don't mean it in a I'm better or I'm worse. I just do it differently and it's a bit more modern. We aren't in a situation where we can just knock down walls in homes. Like, let's work with what we've got. So anyway, that's my rant over. But I just want to say, if that's you, if you've ever been told that, please get in contact and hopefully I can make you feel better about your situation. So without further ado, reducing arguments. This is a topic that I am asked about a lot. And when I can help to reduce arguments in the home, it brings me so much joy. Like, I have so many people write to me to say that, how did you know this was going on in the home? You know, we've won this amount of money or I've got a promotion or my relationship. You know, this is, I've found a new partner. Um, Our family have started talking to us again and we've not spoken to them for however many years. And sometimes I get emails just to say, our home has never felt so calm and peaceful and it feels beautiful. And those are the messages that just makes my heart sing with happiness because having a home that is completely calm, where you feel happy, is just the best feeling in the world. We pay so much money for our homes, whether it's renting or purchasing. And if we don't feel happy, I was just reading an analysis now of somebody that I'm about to do. And she said, sometimes I just don't want to go home because I just don't feel homely there. And it makes me so, so sad, but then gives me the most joy when we've put those remedies in the home and these people all of a sudden say, gosh, I just feel really at peace in my home. I feel supported. I feel calm. I feel that the relationships are so much better. And so obviously, you know, not obviously, but an analysis is something where we can really dig deep into the energetic sort of things that are going on in your home and we can remedy them according to exactly what's going on. However, there are a lot of things that you can do. A bit of a checklist I'm going to give you today that if you feel in your home, there's lots of arguments. These are the things that you can go through just to see if this is what's going on in your home. So the first thing I want to say is, back to basics, let that good energy into your home, open the front door every day. And with that, does your front door open easily? Because if your door is hard to open, it can be hard for that energy to come in as well. So if your door is sticky or the lock is a little bit sticky, have a look at seeing if you can get that fixed because that will make a massive difference. And the same, again, back to basics, let that bad energy out. And it's so easy to forget, especially if you're in the winter months around the world and it's cold. We don't necessarily want to let that bad energy out. And I just analysed a home where their back garden, where their back door was, was actually the bottom of a hill. So the, the garden then went 
up from the back door and this makes it even harder for the energy to escape so if out of your back door you've got a hill or lots of trees like very very close it can be quite hard for that energy to leave so in that situation just open the door for a little bit longer open those you know the windows for a little bit longer and just give that energy a chance to leave your home clean the windows and I know that's really boring and it's something that I honestly leave until the last minute but cleaning the windows like when you look out and it's so clean and pristine it's just such a nice thing to look at but also it allows that energy to come into your home it allows those that ray of sunshine to come into your home so if it's your kids if it's teenagers if it's your partner you know, go around are their windows clean are they opening the curtains every day open their windows like especially if it's children they go to school open their windows when they're not there and just let just clear that energy give the duvet a good old shake like really just shake that energy around and open the window when you do that just like when you're hoovering and dusting or making the bed if you open the window it's going to feel so much nicer for that energy to leave just staying outside a little bit and although I do look at the inside of the home with regards to energy what your view is of can also impact your home so if you are looking at something that is not nice to look at whether that is a an electricity pole um uh out a street light, it might be the corner of somebody else's building, it might be a railway track, it might even be like a T-junction if you live on a T-junction and that road comes straight up into your home. That's a real energetic shift into your home, that sort of coming straight through the heart of your home. So if you have anything, this includes neighbours that you don't particularly like, if you have something or someone out there that you don't like, popping a wind chime in between you and them is a great idea because that will just deflect some of that energy, whether that's an electricity pole, whether that's just a view that you don't like, whether it's a flight path, a railway, things like that. Then when we go inside the house, just have a check for the amount of fiery colours that you have around the home. So we're talking pinks. So if any of the bedrooms have pinks in, this is a fiery colour. Pinks, orange, yellow, burnt, burnt oranges, burgundies, reds, all of these colours, like those flame colours, they're great because they can bring energy, but too much of them can bring a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress. So if you have a lot of fiery colours, just have a little check. And then what you can do with those fiery colours, if there's a lot of them, in fact, wait until the end of the podcast and I'll tell you what to do with all of these areas have another check around for spiky plants inside and outside of the home. I talk about this a lot, but spiky plants have a spiky energy. And in that spiky plant bracket, that's not easy to say, let's talk about artificial flowers and dried flowers. These will also have a dead energy. They are not bringing anything positive into your home. So please, if you can, get rid of them, the spiky, the artificial, the dried flowers. If you are having arguments in your home, or if you don't think the energy is great, if everything in your home is fresh and beautiful and everybody's skipping around, then it's fine. You can keep them in your home. But if things aren't quite right, then these are the things to have a look for. 
have a look around for broken items. What's not working? What have you shoved in a cupboard because one day you'll fix? What light bulbs aren't working? What clocks aren't working? What wardrobe doors are sticky? Are any of the mirrors cracked? Have any items got chips in? I'm talking like cutlery and crockery, obviously. You know, if a wardrobe's got a chip in it, you're not going to you know, decide, oh, I need to replace the whole thing. But all of these things can really impact the energy around your home and just make that energy a little bit stickier, like a little bit trickier. And again, just going around the wardrobe doors, the bedroom doors, do they open easily? You want your toilet lids to be closed all the time. You want the doors into your toilets to be closed all of the time. Having a good declutter will really, really help, especially if you think about those areas where a lot of people come together. So whether that's the kitchen, around the dining table, quite often we eat in the kitchen. And if the kitchen side has got everything from you know, school books, shopping lists, to-do lists. Like it's a, when you have all of that stuff around you, like work, school, to-do lists, shopping lists, calendars, everything is to do. Like there's, it's that constant rolling, chasing energy. It's not that energy of, of calm and stillness. So just have a check around as to what is around you. And if you can possibly make space for everybody's things, like laundry bins with lids on are amazing you can have them at the entrance of your home. You don't have to have an expensive cupboard to put school bags in or school shoes. Everybody can have their little laundry bin at the entrance of the home or wherever you want to hide it around the home. You can even, you know, put them in the garage, wherever it is, but everyone can have their own space. And then it's not taking up space in the kitchen, especially because the kitchen is where our prosperity comes in. It's linked the closest with prosperity. So the least stuff we can have around the kitchen, especially, is really, really important. The other thing with arguments tends to come about when people don't sleep very well as well. It's this cycle of people not sleeping, you get a bit narky. I don't know if that's a word that everybody knows. (laughs) Narky is like, um, I don't know if it's a Midlands word from the UK, a bit... um, a bit grumpy, basically, a bit grumpy with each other. So just having a check in the bedrooms, what's underneath the bed, what colour bedding do people have? Is anything broken in the bedroom? Are the laundry bins closed? When was the last time it was sort of hoovered? Things like that, like all of these things can really make an impact. So what to add to these areas if you feel that there are specific areas in your home that are really, really tricky? These are really simple. So the first thing I would do is add a plant. It can be a teeny tiny plant. Like we have two little money tree, um, money plants on our dining room table. And I love these. Plants absorb so much energy. They bring fresh air with them. They're so clever. And if you listen to the podcast I did with Alice Hare, the florist, like she has got some amazing ideas for plants in the home. And there's ones that are specific for literally eating up toxins in the home. They are so good. And that's why real plants are so much better than artificial ones because they have a job. They can they can really do things. And money plants, are, if I can keep a money plant alive, anyone can. So anything soft, green and leafy in those areas will really, really help. And that also brings me on to the colour. So plants come under the element of wood. And the wood colours are very much like greens 
and car keys. So the browns come under earth, which again is a lovely element, but think greens and khaki colours for wood. So if you have lots of fiery colours in a room, adding something green will really calm that energy. And I don't know if you saw on my Instagram a while back, we talked about in the kitchen when the stove is opposite the sink. And this can cause like a vortex of arguments because the stove is where a lot of the nourishment for the home comes in and what we talk about the nourishment we mean the wealth prosperity and abundance and that's why I love cleaning the stove do it with intentions of bringing in wealth and prosperity and abundance in your home you will be amazed at what may come into your home so if you think that energy is coming up and then if your sink is opposite that's sucking the energy away from your home. So what happens is this energy comes up like a big sort of arch and then shoots straight down again and it creates this vortex of energy. So sometimes this can create more arguments in the kitchen just because of this factor. So again, this is in my house. I have this in our house. If I was to design a kitchen, I wouldn't have these opposite each other, but we're not all in a position to design kitchens. So what you can do is have a plant next to the oven or next to the sink, or quite simply, just pop a green towel or a green cloth over the edge of the oven if you've got a handle on the oven or the stove or just sort of put it over the sink like over the side of the sink and it's amazing how this will sort of stop that flow and that's the basic explanation that green is this really good thing of really great element that it represents wood that is just calming it slows everything down just like if you go for a walk in the woods it slows you down it brings you back to nature and that is just so powerful so we're adding plants we're decluttering the other thing that you can add is a salt lamp now salt lamps I've spoken about before they feature heavily in 2024 if you've got a remedy list where you have a million salt lamps so do I you don't need to add all of them because they're not always practical but just in rooms where you may feel that the energy needs to be neutralized or where there's perhaps lots of arguments or like the busiest rooms in the home pop a salt lamp on. Now just be careful because the sort of ooze from it will um, take up your, well, it basically soaks up your negative energy. And what we don't want is for that liquid to get on us or on your furniture. And the salt lamps you can get in two colours, like the Himalayan salt or the white ones. It doesn't really matter. The shape, I would stick to something more soft, but it has to go with your home. Personally, I won't have them on 24-7. I know they're supposed to be on all the time to work, but I prefer just not to have them on 24-7. So a salt lamp is a great idea. Around the dining table, I always have a candle. It's amazing how lighting a candle can bring so much softness and just burn up some negative energy. So again, have a candle on the dining table or in the kitchen, wherever you are, and it's amazing how powerful that can be. And then finally, this is probably one for like the dining table area. Adding soft furnishings is a great way of absorbing energy. So if you think 
when you're in a room that has no carpet, has harsh walls, like the acoustic sounds very, very echoey. And it's the same, you know, that's the energy moving around. It's echoing around. So the more soft furnishings in an area, the better it is going to be at absorbing sort of that negative energy. So around the dining table, if you have a wooden dining table, for example, or a metal dining table or metal chairs, maybe just add some cushions to those chairs or a couple of throws like over the back of the chairs. It doesn't have to cost a fortune, even a table runner in the middle. And this can be anywhere in your home. So anywhere where you feel, you know, in Australian hot countries, you obviously have a lot of the floor that doesn't have carpet because it's so hot. But if you feel that in the lounge, maybe the energy could be absorbed a little bit, maybe just have a look at putting like a soft rug underneath something because it's so powerful at absorbing energy. The same in the bedroom, you could add a, add a throw to your bed or a rug onto the floor. So I hope that helps. I just think having arguments in the home is just, it can be so draining. And sometimes you may feel that there's nothing you can do, especially if it's between siblings or maybe your partner that's more argumentative than normal. And I just hope that these tips would just bring a little bit of light in your home and just make it a little bit more of a sanctuary and a happier place for you to be in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much if you've already left a review and subscribed to my podcast because it makes such a difference. So thank you so much. And until next week, so much love, Kimberly. Kimberly.